0: Nissen, Chair of the IOMS Foundation, and i would like to welcome you to this portion of the IOMS Foundation podcast, celebrating the Foundation's 25th anniversary. This episode is one of two that will discuss the fellowship effect, the long-term impact of hands-on training. Our focus today will be on the oncology and microvascular reconstruction programs, which for the past three years have been funded through a generous education grant from KLS Martin Company. We are honored to have as our moderator, Mr. Christian Leibinger, president of KLS Martin, and two of the KLS Martin fellows, Dr. Anand Gupta of India, 2017-18 fellow at the Ninth People's Hospital in Shanghai, China, and Dr. Ilker Burgaz of Turkey, 2018-2019 fellow at Peking University School and Hospital of Stomatology in Beijing, China. Before we meet with our fellows, I would like Mr. Leibring to share with us how KLS Martin became so passionate about supporting the IMS Foundation fellowships and other educational programs. It is important to note here that over the last five and next four years, KLS Martin has committed $1 million US to the IMS Foundation. As a foundation, we cannot thank them enough for their dedication to OMS education around the world. Mr. Leibinger, thank you again, and we look forward to hearing your comments and your discussion with the fellows.
1: Thank you very much, Larry. Thank you, Dr. Nissen, for this uh, uh, very kind introduction. Uh, like many of you know, we support the IOMS. We support uh, many of the of the uh, national uh, societies all around the world, and that is because uh, OMF, the OMF Society, that is what we really care about. We are in the in the uh, in the OMF field now for more than forty years. Uh, OMF is is what what our company is is about. We're not a, a big giant uh, orthopedic company, but uh, uh, the field of OMF. Is what we what we really care about. So that was always the case already with my with my father, who started these relationships with uh, international uh, surgeons and societies. But now, for a little bit more than ten years, also with with myself. And i i i would I would say I'm 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 still uh, young, so I wouldn't count myself towards the towards the older generation. So I know how important education is. Uh, I was I was I was lucky enough that my Uh, That that, uh, because of my parents I could afford a a good education that I was uh, able to study in in Germany and in the US and to get a a double degree in business administration but uh, uh, sometimes that is not the case and therefore I know that it's important to support uh, young uh, surgeons, to support uh, younger people, to get good education to to share experiences around the world to connect uh, with other parts of the world and I think that's that's what, what this program is really really about and that's why we said okay when when i have first heard from from larry that there might be an opportunity to help uh, young uh highly motivated highly skilled uh, surgeons uh, to help them uh uh, uh, traveling to see to other to see how how surgery is done around the world to 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 get uh, knowledge to get experience that was when I was really excited and said okay we should do that we, we we want to do that and so I'm 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 really excited to have the the two of you here to have uh, Dr Anand Gupta here and Dr Ilka Burkas and and where I can see that this uh, this decision that we took together with IOMS together with Larry that this was uh, successful and fruitful because I think. The, the two of them—they are the, the, the living examples that this is a good program. Therefore, I would start now with my uh, with my questions to the to the two of them. Uh, maybe I start with you, Dr. Gupta. Uh, uh, first, an uh, easy question: Where did your fellowship take place, and uh, what was your scientific training like? Was there was there a specific area of focus that you that you did?
2: Hi, Mr. Levenger. It's my great pleasure to have interaction with you on this online platform. First of all, I would like to thank IMS Foundation and KLS Martin Group for supporting my fellowship. As per your question regarding my fellowship, I'm delighted to tell you that my IOMS Fellowship was conducted at Nine People Hospital Shanghai under Professor John Chen Ping. It was a wonderful experience for me. If I quote it in an analogy, then most appropriate one would be that foundation has given me the wings so that I can fly and achieve my dreams. As per your query, my scientific training was on the management of oral cancer and reconstructive surgery. My main focus area was microvascular free flaps. In present era, it has become a standard of care in both oral and facial reconstruction. During my fellowship, I got the opportunity to scrub in and to have hands-on training in both ablative and reconstructive surgery.
1: Uh, Thank you for this answer, Dr. Gupta. Uh, Dr. Burgas, uh, where where did your fellowship take place and what were your special interests?
3: Hello, Mr. Leibinger. Uh, Thank you so much for inviting me. Uh, First of all, I would like to thank IAOMS and KLS Martin Group for supporting me during the fellowship program. Uh, My fellowship was at Peking University School and Hospital of Stomatology. And the program was specialized in oral and maxillofacial, oncology and microvascular reconstructive surgery. And uh, to come up to scientific training, um, it mainly starts with observing the daily routine of the world and observing the cases in the operating theater. Then uh, over time, you are integrated to the system and start assisting the senior surgeons. And finally, uh, you will operate with the supervisors. During, the, I mean, the, our daily routine is usually starts with uh, at 8 o'clock with a ward meeting and followed by the ward round. And then operations uh, starts at 9 o'clock. And uh, for our ward, usually the Wednesdays was non-operating day. So you will have uh, time for practicing the microvascular anastomosis at the lab. And uh, in addition, uh, I discussed the following weeks challenging cases. Uh, I mean, the cases that need the virtual surgical planning. And actually, I improved improve a lot my skills in virtual surgical planning at that time.
1: OK. That sounds that sounds great, and like uh, like a full full schedule that you, that you had there. Uh, uh, with with uh, saying that, I would I would li- like to ask my next question because that's a good uh, good connection. Uh, when you completed your fellowship, uh, uh, were you able to utilize uh, what you learned there, and has this uh, impacted you your ability? Uh, to share information with colleagues uh, uh, during this fellowship and treat patients, so the, so the the, the base question is what what you learned uh, and, you, and it, it, it seems like you learned a lot from what what I heard from you. Were you able to transfer this to your to your home hospital, to your home country?
3: Uh, before I trained in this fellowship program, I mean during my resident, uh, residency period, uh, we were not much exposed to the microvascular reconstruction cases. So uh, mainly, we were using the local flaps, uh, facial implants or obturators. And uh, actually, for the big defects and the challenging cases, sometimes it makes the situation harder. And uh, now I treat the cases with free flaps when needed. So uh, in addition, for complex cases, I do virtual surgical planning um, or cutting ice, etc., etc. So uh, my daily surgical practice changed a lot actually. Also, uh, when some primary or secondary cases needed microvascular reconstruction, some of the colleagues refers uh, the cases to me uh, or we operate together and I always uh, try to encourage them.
1: Uh, so so that definitely had an had an impact in your in your daily surgical life that's uh, that's that's amazing and dr gupta is the, is the same uh, uh, true for uh, with what you're doing is, is since you completed this fellowship could you utilize what you learned and 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 were you able to share this information with colleagues and treat patients differently from from how you did it before this uh, before this fellowship
2: yes yes definitely mr levinger I have very well utilized the skills learned during my fellowship. You will be happy to know that till now, I have performed around 10 different free flaps on coming back to my institute. But we all know due to COVID, the surgeries are reduced and I am hoping to pick the pace again when situation improves. I hope you must be knowing that my country, India, has the highest burden of oral cancer all over the world. And after getting the training, I'm regularly doing oral cancer cases and have tried to give good quality of life to our patients uh,
1: thank you very much dr gupta for this for this answer uh, dr burgas uh, you already gave a little outlook into my next question but i would learn a little bit uh, more about that because i think it's uh, it's really important uh, how has your fellowship experience allowed you to serve as an educator, trainer uh, uh, among your colleagues in your in your home hospital in your home country, where you're able to, to to transfer what you learned uh, abroad uh, or in this fellowship program, uh, where you're able to transfer that to your home country?
3: Yes, uh, this is a little bit unfortunate the situation because uh, the pandemic had just begun when I came back to my country, and uh, COVID nineteen affects. Uh, the all aspects of the daily life. So uh, universities and hospitals are not working in full capacity, or uh, I mean with the full uh, faculty members, uh, to give a space to the COVID-19 cases. So uh, also up to now, all the uh, conferences and the meetings were cancelled. So as you know, we have only the uh, webinars to share knowledge. Uh, to be honest, I didn't have many chances to share my experience and the knowledge for now. But of course, the the colleagues that I'm operating together, we discuss every case and practice uh, before the operation. So I believe after the pandemic, um, I will have more chances to share this experience and spread this knowledge more efficiently.
1: Okay, thank you very much. Uh, that's uh, that, that's too bad obviously the the pandemic uh, doesn't help in many in many situations. Uh, but hopefully after after the pandemic is over you can you can you can share your knowledge. Dr. Gupta, uh, since you completed your fellowship, uh, could you ut- utilize what you learned uh, has this your Has this uh, impacted your ability to share information with the colleagues and treat patients? So so basically, my question would be, were you able to transfer what you learned in this fellowship uh, uh, to your daily routine, to your daily work?
2: Yes, I have been able to give back the skills acquired during my fellowship to my patients and hospital. My institute is a reputed public-funded tertiary care facility, and we were lacking in the expertise of reflabs. You would be very happy to know that I have been able to perform first free flap of our institute. It went very well. After that we have performed other type of free flaps and fortunately all flaps were successful and gave good quality of life to our patients. I get regular trainees and they have learned these specialized skills by working together. Good part is that we are also covering other departments like ENT and general surgery for reconstruction at our institute in this way the knowledge gained during my fellowship has helped train more surgeons and is changing so many
1: lives uh, thank you for this answer dr gupta uh, dr burgas my next question is not not so much related to to the to the scientific experience but uh, obviously living in a foreign country for a year that's 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 also an interesting task so what were your experiences uh, with that being in a in a in a foreign country for more for about a year
3: i think this is also very important uh, At the beginning, I worried about the language and foods and daily life. But uh, when I went to China, all the hospital staff, faculty, residents, and the local people behave very well to you, and they are very hospitable, actually. And uh, residents help you to arrange your accommodation, And actually, everything about the daily life, they uh, help you with your daily life. And as a foreigner, uh, there are many places and events for the expats in Beijing. So also, there are many expats groups that you can socialize. So, uh, And also, you can also find and uh, taste almost all the cuisine. So food was not a problem, actually. And also in the local areas, you can taste the delicious Chinese foods with the faculty and the residents. But for the good places, you need to ask the uh, residents to find the good places. However, the language uh, the language barrier is the main difficulty that I experienced, and it is the only negative thing that I remember for now. Uh, this is actually the problem for the local areas.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. That's also what what my experience is. I was I was at least ten, ten, fifteen times myself in China, and that's what what I also experienced. It's a fascinating country, but sometimes it's also because of the language. For example, it can be can be difficult. Uh, but yeah, Dr. Gupta, beyond this scientific experience, uh, what was your experience like uh, living in a in another country for a year?
2: It was a wonderful experience and full of excitement, Mr. Lavinga. Yes, things were challenging in the beginning, but after some time, things smoothen up. First of all, I was worried as language and food were the main issues for me. But within one month, things got settled, and I started enjoying and experiencing the different language and flavor. I'm thankful to Professor Zhang and his team, who has helped me to get the things sorted out and had comfortable stay. Food was the main reason for fear, as I am more of a vegetarian type. But this has become a blessing in disguise for me. Being a vegetarian at parties, I became a special person. And whenever we go for any group dinner, special wet dishes were ordered for me and everybody enjoyed them with me. Prof. Zhang is a wonderful surgeon and a super gentleman. He's a great host. He invited all international fellows to his home for dinner and we had a wonderful and memorable time with him. So all together, I should say beautiful memories and I'm very much looking forward to meet them again in future.
1: It's, it's, it's a fascinating country, uh, Dr. Burgas. Uh, having having said that, uh, my next question uh, is related to you to your relationships now that you have in your in your uh, guest country. Are you still in contact with your professors and or your your fellow trainees from the fellowship in China? Do, uh, do you still connect with them?
3: Yes, for sure. I remain in contact with most of the faculty and the trainees. And uh, actually, this is uh, now a friendship, actually. So uh, on the other hand, uh, for challenging cases, I take an advice from the professors. And even if my case is not related to the oncology, I mean uh, trauma or cleft or facial deformity, I take a second option from the other words of Peking University. And I think this is very important.
1: One one last question. Uh, it sounds like a very positive experience. So, uh, uh, would you would you recommend this to other young surgeons that might have the opportunity to 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 uh, do a do a fellowship like that?
3: Yeah, I totally recommend it without doubt.
1: <laughs> was a, a short but very clear answer. That's that's the best answer. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Gupta, do you do you remain in contact with, uh, with the people you got to know abroad, with your professors, your fellow trainees? Uh, do you still connect with them and uh, uh, are you in touch with them?
2: Definitely, very much in contact with Professor Zhang and other colleagues. I have done research with other consultants and fellows and I'm in constant touch with them. I always remember to wish them an important occasion like Chinese New Year and Chinese Teacher's Day I have learned a lot from them and wish to collaborate more for future researches. I should say, it's a bond
1: forever. Thank you very much, Dr. Gupta. That sounds like an overall uh, uh, great experience. So, uh, therefore, I, I think, I hope, I know the answer to my next and last question. Uh, but uh, would you rec- recommend this fellowship to to other young people that that have the chance to 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 get chosen? Uh, so, would you generally recommend this fellowship? Yes,
2: yes, Mr. Levinger, Why not? I would say this is one of the very few fellowships in our specialty where a person can get hands on exposure. It's such a high volume center. In Shanghai, they have more than 200 beds, especially for oral oncology. As per my knowledge, this would be probably the world's largest unit of oral cancer. This is the most prestigious fellowship, and getting into this is a big fortune for a surgeon. These fellowships require a generous support to keep running continuously. And I thank you. IMS Foundation and other group to constantly supporting such fellowships for the spread of knowledge all over the world.
1: Thank you very much. I, uh, that were the questions from my side. Uh, like I said, I'm I'm very happy that we that we uh, that uh, we could support this. Obviously, the organization uh, 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 everything was done by by the IOMS. So we're we're only helping with funds and with money. So also at this point, I would like to say thank you to the IOMS for putting this program together, for for organizing everything, for 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 uh, picking or choosing the, the right people, the right programs. And it sounds like the IOMS did a did a great job because uh, obviously the uh, the the two the two fellows that that were part of this fellowship program, they, they seem to be very. Very happy with with this program, so thank you to the IOMS for for putting this together and organizing it. I, I I know that helping with with funds or with money is one thing, but there is a lot of hard work and and effort being put into this, and that's done by the IOMS. So so thank you, Larry. Thank you to your organization, hey, Christian. And thank you for all the help that you give. Um, one of the things I would like to ask
0: Dr. Burgaz, you know, what would be your suggestion to a someone who had been chosen for a fellowship? going forward what would you what two or three things would you tell them would make their experience better moving forward
3: uh, i would su- i will suggest them to be patient at the beginning and because uh, they uh, they have a system and you have to integrate to that system and uh, you need to be patient about the process and at the end, uh, you will find many chances to operate. And actually, my supervisor asked me to uh, which areas I want to focus on. So um, at the end, you
0: you feel very confident with your fellowship. Thank you, Dr. Gupta. I just have one final question: What would be your two or three um, recommendations to people that have been chosen for the fellowship going forward? What would give them the best opportunity to start quick and gain the most knowledge?
2: Thank you very much for this very important question. I think all fellows have fear when they go to new places, and my advice to them is to prepare well before starting the fellowship and have patience in start to get used to the system. Actually, why do I emphasize on preparation? The reason is that everyone has a different level of experience when they go for any fellowships. In our specialty, oral oncology is a super specialized domain and requires extra training and reading. The time in any fellowship is limited and we have to utilize it at the best. I went to Shanghai by reading lots of oncology stuff so that I should understand and grasp the things early. If possible, I will recommend the upcoming fellows if they can do some microvascular anastomosis training on some models before going to the fellowship. In this way, they will feel comfortable and confident when they get the opportunity to operate. Language is a definitely a fear, but you will get over it with time. Don't fear, we need to know only a few words to get through the things as patient is sleeping in the OR while doing surgery, and we have to interact with doctors and staff only. Majority of Chinese doctors know English language well, but nursing and other staff is a bit challenge. I just wish to share an, a scenario which happened with me a funny 21, when I asked us for scissors with the nursing staff and she didn't give me after repeated request. So my professor told me, Anand, you say Jindao. As I said Jindao, she immediately gave me the scissors. Actually, Jindao is the name of a scissor in Chinese, and they have different names for different instruments. Whenever I used to say a few words in Chinese, they used to laugh and tell me, Wow, Dr. Gupta, you know a very good Chinese language. So it's all fun and learning together. They used to learn English from me and enjoy teaching them. Also, there are many international fellows at a time and you enjoy interacting with them. I still miss the coffee sessions with my co-fellows at Shanghai. They messaged me when I came back that they all miss me and the time spent together. So all upcoming fellows, go and get it. You do not get such opportunities in life which gives you wings to fly and chase your dreams. Thank you very much.
0: Well, I'd like to thank our participants today, Mr. Leibinger. Thank you for moderating this. And to Dr. Gupta and Dr. Burgaz, thank you. And we look forward to seeing you in the near future, hopefully at the next ICOMS in Vancouver.
1: Thank you very much, Larry.
0: Thank you once again for listening to our celebratory podcast series, the IOMS Foundation, 25 Years and Beyond. We are grateful to all of those who volunteered their time to participate in this series and for their continued support of the IMS Foundation. I would also like to extend my appreciation to our corporate and foundation partners, KLS Martin Group, the Osteoscience Foundation, and the OMS Foundation for their ongoing support. To learn more about the IMS Foundation's programs and opportunities, or to make a gift to the foundation, visit www.iomsfoundation.org. We look forward to connecting with you soon.